So, hello everybody, and welcome back to Some Like It Chilled. Well, this is episode three. Wow, that's gone fast. Considering we plan to um, do, what was it, once every two weeks, and now we're once weekly. Once weekly, yep, that's how you say it. So, last week we ended the scroll, we were going to watch Clouds and Drink Desperados. However, due to some events, we've decided not to review Clouds, and we instead went to our backup list, and we watched Polar, the 2009 film Polar. Uh, But we still drink Desperados. 2019, I think. 2019, did I say, what did I say? 2009. Ah, it's much more recent than 2019, yeah. But we've all got uh, our Desperados today. We have. I'm Miguel. It's the yeah. San Miguel yeah. brand of Desperado. As usual, Tom has decided to be different. Yeah. And, right, so what's the first section that we got? What, what, well, what did you start? Should you start by giving a brief synopsis? Yeah, who wants to do the synopsis? I think it should be Tom this week. Yeah, go on then, Tom. Really on me this time. Okay. Um, so, brief synopsis of the film is a assassin. Would you say assassin or hitman? Is it that kind of year? I'd say more of a hitman than an uh, assassin yeah. sort of thing. A hit assassin. A, a, a hit assassin. man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who who works for a company who obviously employs people to assassinate people um, is retiring from the company and the company it, it makes an attempt to try and kill the said retiring assassin in order that they don't have to pay his pension um and then the film kind of follows the plot to assassinate him with some other background um themes running throughout the film there's a few extra characters thrown in there kind of developed throughout the film and along at the end i'm trying not to spoil it but i feel like throughout the podcast we're going to spoil it yeah i feel as if i feel as if we should enter this space thinking that people have watched the film because yeah, say, there's yeah. not much that we we can't not spoil films that yeah. we at this point if you're listening and you haven't watched the film and you don't and you want to learn about the film without spoilers go and watch it but make sure you come back yeah that's what i would say too because I'm, I was trying. I was very conscious then, whilst I was giving that, that I didn't want to go into too much detail. But then I thought, without the detail, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Go into detail. So how did I do? I think you went quite well. I think it was okay. It was good. Yeah, that was good. It's Tom. got a good cast. It was better yeah. than some of Who's mine. in the cast then? Who's in the cast? Yeah, Tom. Give us a breakdown uh, of the cast. I can't. It's the Danish bloke who plays Le Chief in. Casino Royale. Mads Mikkelsen. Mikkelsen. Mads yeah. Mikkelsen, that's what. It's also oh, got... Mad. uh, What? Mads. Is it the plural of Mad? Mads. Oh, Mads. Oh, I thought it was Mads. It's got Matt Lucas. It's got the girl from High School Musical. Okay, I don't know what her Vanessa Hudgens. I recognise I recognize yeah. her. 
The rest of the cast yeah. was sort of anonymous, oh. I thought. No, very, the very first guy is at the very start of the thing. I recognized him. It's Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. It's right the start. Catherine Winner yeah. is the is Mr. Blute's secretary. The girl, she, she's the woman who plays Bagatha in Vikings. Um, oh, I haven't watched that. I should watch that. I don't think many I, people I, have. I, I think you've advised me to watch it every oh. single week we've recorded together. Like, have you watched Vikings? No, I haven't. You should watch you Vikings. Every single day. Because you should. Speaking of Vikings, I can see there isn't as much Viking paraphernalia in your room. Well, that's still oh, there. There we go. There we go. That's, yeah, it's that's there. Yeah. This is translating there. really well to all our listeners. Ah. Oh, yes. The, the... Actually, Crawford was with me when I bought that for Yeah, you. he was. Yeah. Yeah. And what a day that was, too. Again, this isn't translating very well. I was going to say, let's let's jump back to the film about an ass man <laughs> who is trying to get trying to get. Okay, <laughs> go. Um, trying to get himself not get killed. That's a really bad way of phrasing that, but that's what I'm going to go with. Shall is is that enough of a Overview. I mean, if people have already watched the film, then they kind of get the gist. Yeah. So yeah, so, good overview. Yeah. So basically, he's yeah. working for some people. They want to kill him because they don't want to give him money. And the story is about how he doesn't get killed. Yeah. Yeah. Cinematography. Yes. What do you guys think? Nice. I think. Do your star, Harry. Cinematography is how it is filmed, right? Hmm. I think it was very well filmed, personally. Um, I think it was. It did get. It was quite dark at times. I don't know if that's because I was watching it in right. the daytime. As, as in black, or is it macabre? Uh, as in not colourful. Okay, so as in, as in, so as in black. <laughs> yeah. Um, shade. Yes. Uh, that's that was one of the things I noticed, especially when because I mean, quite quite a lot of the film is actually at night. That's true. So there were times when it did, and I get the idea was to obviously cast him stood in shadows because that's the whole point of an ass man. You don't stand uh, in the daylight. Yeah. So I feel like that, but, but, but so on a plot sense, that made sense. Wow, I said the word sense a lot. Oh, I said it one more time. But on a uh, trying to get his face across, Made less sense. Sure. Does that make sense? I'm getting the sense that you, of what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. So, but I really like the, the. I mean, the the fight scenes were cool. The, um, I mean, it wasn't less fights, more just. Just him killing people, yeah, really. Yeah. yeah but it was, it was, uh, I mean, they're based off of a comic. They're based off comics. So. Yes. And, and, really. And, 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 and yeah. well. I was thinking that while I was watching it, because sort of the, um, especially a lot of the deaths weren't really very realistic, and some of the char- uh, some of the characters were almost caricatured in their nature. You know, like Matt Lucas's character like, wore very vibrant, you know, suits or whatever, and ate sort of three sort of exorbitant, um, exorbitant like like pieces of toast, like for some reason with mounds 
literally inches of butter and inches of pate, mm. which obviously yeah. you wouldn't do in real life. Almost as if it's been translated from a cartoon into um into sort of a real real action film. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I Tom, go on, you give your uh cinematography uh... Well actually I was gonna say there were parts of it I really, really liked was the scene where he's being tortured. Yeah. And then he gets out of being tortured and he takes out the hitmen. And then he knocks a lamp over and it casts his shadow onto the back wall. I really liked that. I almost yeah. wanted to just pause the screen and see mm, and definitely. Keep, keep that image. Like that. I agree. Yeah, yeah. That, kind of thing. that was and really I, cool. I, I feel like one of the parts, because we said in Seven Years in Tibet and in Some Like It Hot, the other two that we've done, there weren't any standout shots. <laughs> which kind of brought this, this nothing that's stuck in our heads. Whereas I mm. can definitely, that is one part that I really remember. Um, and the other thing is that I think it's actually brought my score up ever so slightly, even since I watched the film, is Harry, when you just mentioned that it's based on the comics or based around a comic theme. Yeah. I didn't originally like when they po- when a new character came on screen, they would shoot their name up in like bubble writing. Yeah. I originally thought that was a bit tacky and I didn't really like it. But actually, now that you say that, I can get behind it a bit bit more. I think I prefer it a little bit. Still not. Um, I still wouldn't have liked it as much, but I can see why they've done it. Yeah. So I think well, that might have actually boosted it ever yeah. so slightly. Well, I, I was a bit iffy on that aspect of it as well, to be honest. I think it's because... It sort of feels like you're interrupting the story a lot, which is like pause and here's something. Um, and yeah. you feel like what, it, what what could have happened is they could have, I don't know. I suppose it didn't really fit with the sort of the, the theme of the film, but almost have like a voiceover and go, blah, 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 or Vivian, yeah, or yeah, exactly. You know, and that's just me because I didn't really think that added much to the film because you don't really even they don't really re- even refer to each other in the names throughout the film either realistically no, yeah. no. it's think... more it's more it's very obvious communication because either you know they're on the phone with someone or they're talking right to them and they don't use phones yeah. unless they're talking yeah. about duncan that's one you thing know? um vanessa vanessa's H- hudges character so hmm. vanessa hudges her name was Camille until no, no. towards the end of the film. Her name is not. I didn't same. even know that at the end of the film. Like, uh, it, it's just not really. I think it's mentioned once. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but I think that's not more cinematography, but more. Um... Oh I yeah, really class that. Yeah, I think that's probably more writing, sort of a script writing, oh, yeah, which maybe. then yeah impacts the. Um... Just to what, I suppose this to your attention. There's a flashing red battery on your. Yeah, screen. I know. I think I think I think that means my camera's out of battery, which is really funny, seeing as how long it took to get it all set up, isn't it? <laughs> there we go. Oh, you should plug it in me. while it's while it's recording you. Yeah, I do. recording. But there's only so many USB ports my computer has. That's very true. So, uh, however many it has, it's back, it's got that many more than mine because mine has. What? <laughs> 
Zero USB ports. Well, that's yeah, a yeah. Apple product for you. Yeah, it is, to be fair. You guys get yeah. a gaming... It's, it's an innovation. You know, oh, <laughs> don't you just value? Don't you feel like you're part of the technology of the future? Yeah, totally. Well, I just feel like it's all good because for 50 quid, I can get some sort of extension thing that will oh, allow me Only to 50, 50 quid. quid? That's a bloody bargain. <laughs> I didn't actually look that up. It could be very expensive. I'm just... Crawford, you just did a very elegant camera change. <laughs> I will say, no one else is going to appreciate that, but that will forever be in my mind. That's a 10 out of 10 for cinema. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Oh, I hope you were recording that. I didn't realize it was so elegant. It was very nice. Yeah. All right. Thank you very Should much. Should we go on, on to scores for cinematography? Yeah. Tom, what's your oh, score? Yeah. Uh, eight. Eight. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Crawford, what was yeah. what was your score? I'm still thinking about it because I really am torn because I didn't like the pacing of the film. Like it felt as if it was too fast in some bits, and then there were long periods where you could oh, probably I take out the whole plot. scene. Wouldn't that be plot? And, I don't know, but you, you almost feel as if cinematography could either help or hinder that. You know how they because they they are they do work and they do work together. Um, like long shots and 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 cut togethers and stuff like that. Yeah, and you know, sort of, and sort of, and with the music, sort of change the sort of the, the dynamic. Because I didn't think the music. Although apt to the film added much, it just supplemented. Um, mm. So I'm going to give this a six. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. See, I was, I was going to go for a seven, purely purely because of the, my issue with uh, quite a lot of it being dark. I couldn't. I, I, sure. I usually have my screen brightness all the way up, just because I like to see what's going on. Uh, so when it's, yeah. when, when there's dark things. It, it, it throws me quite a bit. Especially when I you're watching it on the bus like films. I was. I don't like black and white films, so why would yeah, I like this is a, a new this is the real in black. This is the real issue of yours. We've got to condition you to like black and white films. Just every <laughs> single film you watch from now on, you should black and white. Or on a black <laughs> and white TV. So modern films are black and white as well. <laughs> yeah, so moving so on to plot. What do people think of the plot? I have some strong feelings about this. So maybe I'll go last. <laughs> You're going to go last. Tom, do you want to go next? Do you want to go first or shall I? I'll go first for this one. Um, average. I didn't... I, I don't know. Uh, I, okay. The plot itself, the idea that a hitman is retiring and he's going to get killed because they don't want to pay his pension. Kind of like it. I can kind of get behind it. I'm kind of a little action buff. I like my action films. It's kind of generic, sort of. Did anyone else get the kind of feeling it was a spoof? Or not an, an out-and-out spoof, but it was kind of just taking the piss a little bit of... I didn't, myself. You didn't? I thought... That. I kind of I thought it, sometimes. I don't know. I thought it was taking itself seriously, but seriously as a comic book. You know, so it's but and comic books and some and comic books like that often are a bit tongue in cheek. Like like, like it had very much kick ass sort of style of card. Uh, it it's a com- a film about a comic book, and we're going to make it as comic book esque as possible. Yeah, but this didn't feel overtly comic booky. 
and it didn't feel yeah. not comic booky. You know, it was, it was sort of a weird middle yeah. ground. Yeah. And the yeah. other thing I didn't really get, I, I feel like at the end it very much set up for a second film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're going to say. I think I know what you're going to say. Is it about the storyline with Camille? Pardon? The storyline with adding Camille into the story? I loved the last five minutes when when that all came out. I thought that was really good. That was good. I've got I've got to give it that. Up until then, I just didn't see the point in her. And it was sad because the bit where he's like trying to like trade himself for her and stuff. I genuinely just thought it was just a really badly presented love angle, you know? So I I, yeah. I kind of got a little bit annoyed because I was like, well, why does she mean this much to him? He's known him for, he's known her for like two days. It's a really he didn't, he, he didn't know that it that, yeah. that was so, so hold he, that thought Tom. That's what they intended. He didn't know that she was the Yeah. Um, the 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 beneficiary. It really of all the was money. a really crap love angle. I don't think it was. It wasn't a crap love angle. I think it's because in his mind he was like, I know there's a girl out there somewhere who's left alone in her life and is suffering and uh, probably needs someone to look after her. Um, oh, there's a girl who fits the bill. Um, I feel a, like almost like a responsibility towards sorts, those sorts of people in a way. And he was he was getting old. I think well, in his retirement, he was kind of getting comfy in the little village and everything, and then he kind of saw this girl and like kind of got a bit uh, like. Well, because oh. it was almost because they were both outcasts, you know. They're all, they're both sort of a little bit strange, didn't fit in with the um, sort of the Montana because they're a Montana wow. vibe. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they sort of drew together that way. You know, they don't pop out as automatic friends they just pop out with friends out of convenience in a way don't they oh and they just happen to live across the water from each other which yeah, look at that say, that's convenient in the um, in the cafe when they're just like it's funny that we're neighbors and he's like funny yeah that's funny. funny yeah it's like um but yeah i but i do think they could have done more with that plot narrative um which was yeah. fully explored or at least more explored in the last five minutes but if that was yeah i mean they if they introduced more of it throughout the film to add the tension leading to the last scene, maybe that would be more poignant. But um, yeah. you sort of felt as if, you know, the flashbacks that he had didn't, they were just, they weren't, they weren't that much of a background because they were the same thing every sort of over and over again, didn't yeah. reveal any more information. Yeah. And yeah. there's only one scene right at the end where they actually have any impact because, oh, yeah. it's, it's not like he had any, um, issue with killing any more people, you know, it's like get them doing it willy nilly. You know, he killed probably about thirty five people during the course of the film. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think obviously the the whole intent it it's almost definitely set up for a sequel. But the issue is obviously yeah. this was released in twenty nineteen. Nothing happened in twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, I mean there was uh, a little well, thing called COVID. What were the um as in nothing oh, I forgot about that. COVID. That's <laughs> Yeah, but but you sort of felt like, uh, yeah. Do you know what the reception was to the film? Do you know whether it's like it came? Uh, there was like it was was it was, was it good um, appraisal or was it? Um, I see its box office. Six point three uh, out of ten on IMDb. 
Yeah, no, but the no, point I mean is, if it's got a lot of money, in the, um, inclined to make a sequel, because uh, it could have been that they didn't want to make another one, just bombed okay. or um, didn't do very well. They had a budget of one hundred sixty-five million dollars, oh and it God. made three hundred ten million worldwide. Oh, right. okay, that's not bad then. That is absolutely insane. the wrong movie. That is the Polar Express for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was say, it didn't take that long. It didn't take that much, even. That's a lot of money. Why did the Polar Express cost that special. much, then? What? The Polar Express makes so much money. <laughs> it made... It tripled its, its thing. Not quite, but almost, yeah. Okay, it's got... 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. 19%? Mm. Nah, Rotten well, Tomatoes well, is crap, though. We've got our own website, which is better. Well, I was... Well, yeah, exactly. So, come to us. I can't actually see what, what, what it made. Well, I think the Rotten Tomatoes score might be due to the acting, which is coming next. Should we, should we, should, should we get our scores in for plot see. first? Plot. Yeah, hmm. I'm gonna put a sweet six for plot because I don't think it's really. Any, I don't think right. it's any better than like. I'm gonna give my spiel now if that's okay. Oh yeah, yeah, go for it, go for the it. The plot was terrible. Out. It was predictable. It was slow at times. It was too fast in others. It didn't linger on the actually important points, and it speed sped over everything else. There are assumptions that were made all the way through the film, which jumped from from, from A to B. That were like it was it was useless. And I just, I kept on being like, really? You did that? You could have done this, which is so much more nuanced and more interesting. But instead you choose to this boring, predictable, oh, he's in the, oh, oh he used thermal, oh, look at that. Oh, fuck, bloody hell. Oh, yeah, he's behind him, oh, no. Oh. Yeah. So two. And for those reasons, you're going to give it an eight. <laughs> I'm giving it a two. You gave it a two. Gave it a two. Damn, Crawford. See, I give it a six because in my mind, I was like, well, it's pretty true to the comics, to my knowledge. It's uh, Yeah, but as uh, a film, we voted seven years in Tibet as a film rather than because it's a journal. That's true. It's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I mean, it is, I did give it lower than seven years in Tibet. Shall I, shall I weigh in? <laughs> yeah, go on, Tom. You go ahead. In. I gave it a five. Straight oh. down the middle. Because, like I said in my little spiel at the start, I do, I, I do like a kind of corny action film, which I feel like this was. But, yeah, the whole sort of thing with the, the girl, I didn't see how it fitted in until right at the end, and that's almost too late and all mm. that. I just, yeah, I just thought it was bog standard. So five... Well, that's fair. I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for action films and stuff. So I, and even if the plot's predictable, I'm a dumb bugger. Although, so. also, you never felt all the way through the film that Mads Mikkelsen, when he was being tortured or his character, would ever lose. Right? Yeah. There was no. There was no. He jeopardy. would definitely die. Yeah. No. No. But like, he was what? He's he was up against five hired professional assassins who were touted to be the best in the world. 
and he outsmarted the, all of them while being naked. You know, it's just like, he was about to get sniped in the back from the same, almost an exact replica of the scene in the start of the film. And for some reason, he knows at that particular moment to just move and get in and let the girl take the bullet. There's no indication. That did, any... did trip me out. I don't know how he knew that was yeah, coming. There's no indication for anything. Obviously, them being deadly silent that, that the gun was going to go off at that point. So, yeah, it just felt, I don't know, maybe he's like Superman or something. But it wasn't. No, Maybe it was just... he felt the laser on his back. Me... Can, can you, you feel lasers that's... on your back? Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not a highly trained ass man, so. Quote of the day. I'm not a highly trained ass man. Right. So, what, 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 what's your view on the acting then, Crawford? I I thought right this be, this be a bit more timid rather than my going straight for the jugular with the plot. Yeah, I thought yeah. well I would say it's not often that you see um, Vanessa Hudgens, Mads Mikkelsen, and Matt Lucas are acting in the same film together. I would I would have thought they operated in relatively different spheres of cinema. Yeah. Um, and so it was quite it was quite nice. I thought Vanessa Hudgens' character was actually very was very good. There was a um she was one of the only characters I thought generally had sort of a deep uh, motive and like she he had layers to the character. Whereas Mads Mickelson maybe got the same sort of vibe because his character was very stoic, um and very quiet and sort of used sort of vocal expressions rather than words a, a, a lot of the time. Like he grunted like mm, sort of almost like a reindeer in a very sort of Iceland, uh, an Iceland. Scandinavian way, I suppose. Yeah. But, the, but I thought the yeah. um, the hitmen and Matt Lucas's character, obviously Matt Lucas was told to play up, right? But it came yeah. off as unconvincing in my eyes. As much as I love yeah. the um, Matt Lucas himself, um, it, it wasn't. I don't think the the best character for the particular uh, niche of that of the film. Yeah. But that's yeah. just me. Overall, I thought the acting was decent, though. I'd say probably. Yeah, I think that that's the th- because it's because it's comic book esque. Obviously, in comic books, all characters are like extremes of what they should be. So, and I think all of that's why they brought different actors of different spheres in, because like the obviously Mads Mikkelsen, it was to, to play the like stern, no emotions. Uh, I'm a serial killer. Mm. Uh, sort of tough guy uh then there was vanessa hudges who's um playing the like really quiet uh reserved um extra girl um then you you've got matt lucas who's the uh comedic uh extravagant like mr toad almost which yes oh my yeah i I, I just want to say yes and then you got like katherine winnick who she's obviously the businesswoman of it all I mean, like, and she can be very stern and very. I mean, she's in Bones. She's in uh, Vikings. Um, yeah. So I, I think the the acting, they all did their roles well. Mm. I, I I was impressed with it. Like the well... anything wrong with the characters? I think what was wrong was, from what you guys have said, it was the plot that was the downfall, not necessarily how they filmed it and who was in it. Yeah. 
But I, I won't change my six purely because that was my view of it when I watched it. So. Oh, definitely. You stick with it. I Don't let me sway in, you. In general, the acting was good. I liked the acting far more than the other two films. I will say that. There were no background characters who I thought you're not you you're you're ruining it for me. The one thing I would say is, and I don't know whether I I guess you guys can talk about this and see what you think. I didn't find Matt Lucas scary. And I know, was he not, meant to I know be scary? in comics that that's what I was gonna say. I know in comics you're not necessarily supposed to be scared of him. But I feel like when you're sort of the head of an assassination and everyone seemed to should have been, you know, he seemed to be giving all the orders to kill everyone and no one Mm. wanted to go to his office or anything. I think they were more scared of his power. Sure. Like if you think like if if you look at like superheroes and stuff in comics, like the Riddler. Like I was actually like it's like the Joker is funny. But actually, still scary. Do you know it's what I mean? It's like he makes jokes and plan, the room. But the scary part of him. Hmm. And what yeah, he but also do. I got you got a very different feel with, say, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker than I did with this kind of character. But yeah. yeah, I think that's also. I don't know. One's a mass murderer; the other is a business owner. Yeah, and but although there was a scene where he was meant to be enacting his revenge, the the torture scene, and. You know, he stabbed a few things here, prodded a few things there. You never actually thought when you saw his face, oh shit, he might do his damage. Yeah. You just thought, well, yeah. he's just he's just sort he's, of he's, spont- he's sort of some spontaneous violence. Which doesn't really hold much yeah. weight. Kind of his character, where his character is very much like just he doesn't have those emotions. Psychopathic. Mm. Yeah. I gave it I gave it a six. A six. Because, yeah. because I did think overall it was generally really better than the others. So I, mm-hmm. I, gave it, I gave it a six as well because it's it had good characters and everything, but I don't think there was enough of a cast really to to like... Yeah, I mean, like there are some films which are action and also comedy, like uh, Red, which have yeah, literally yeah. a, stel- a stellar... They have a stellar cast in pretty much every single um, yeah, part of the film, right? Yeah. You know, like it's just, it just, it's a, it's, it's a star reel all the way through. Yeah. Whereas like obviously, think... that's just difference in caliber, I suppose. Yeah. Of the, so it's, it's a different caliber film, different studio, different weight behind it all and stuff. But yeah. That's just what I feel. Yeah. yeah. What did you, uh, what did you give it then, Crawford? I gave it a five. Two six and a five. So, here's the thing now. You watch your birthday. I will say, I've already watched this film three times. (laughs) I watched it once. uh, You watched it again. Then you watched it this time. And then I watched it this time, yeah. So, um, so in in terms of for me, my rewatchability is definitely like an eight because I just find it a very easy film. I like the action. It's quite fast paced for me, so I really, I really enjoyed it. I think mm, Tom, do go next? Yeah, I did write down my score for rewatchability. I'm just going to double check 
to see whether it's to agree with it. Yeah, I'm gonna I gave it the uh, the total score, so I don't actually know what it gets until I reveal it. I gave it a seven for rewatchability because again, I am a action movie buff, and I I would definitely go back and rewatch this. I don't know whether I'd go if it was be- if it was between this and Seven Years in Tibet. I would definitely watch this. If it was between this and some like it hot. I think it would depend on my mood, but I'd say I don't know which one I would pick. Mm. You know, I, yeah. on enjoyability, I don't know which one I would, I would sure. watch. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, this will go for pretty much every film that review until there's significant overlap. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, there will there sort of, there are different types of films, so your mood yeah. will determine which one you prefer to watch at that particular point in time. For myself. I think the plot pulled it quite far down for me in yeah. terms of rewatchability because yeah. I like to be engaged in the plot when I watch a film, yeah. which is why I th- like I would I would rewatch Seven Years in Tibet because it's a very interesting what film with with, lo- with loads of different <laughs> with, with loads of different um, aspects to it, whereas this was a very linear film, um, which with without much surprise. So I would say probably like a four. A four. Could be okay. could be lower, but then it obviously could be higher, as is the nature of numbers. Yeah, I guess. That's yeah. very true. That's very true. It, but in this case, it couldn't be higher than 10, because that's the max we're taking. Yeah, that's true. Shall I reveal the total score? For... This will be lower than the other two, I think. Yeah, this one is only just. Only just. <laughs> really? So the other two, some like it hot, as a little reminder. I'm not going to do this every week when we start getting more and more films, but for for now, uh, some like it hot was rated at 61 total. Uh, so was Seven Years in Tibet. They were both 61, and then Polar, this one's 60. Uh, it's 57.33333333. Oh, in that case, I was thinking about this earlier. The whole point was there weren't any decimals, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. So, so I was thinking, do we round up or round down? Because, because both of you, no, but my point is, both of you rated it higher than what I rated it, so that would have pulled it up. So I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I, I so think we see we go with what was the average uh, for um, what was the average for rewatchability? That would be six point three. Four, twelve. Yes, I mean, nine, yeah, so nineteen. And then so six point three. Do I do I, mm, I don't know. Why don't we go if, off if we rounded it up, it would be a seven, which is what I gave it. But then I then I also feel like that means the fact I didn't rate it very highly at all is sort of ignored. And well, if I did the way around most of the scores are above five. And it's only gonna okay. round it up to fifty-eight. I I say we just go with it's below 0.5, so we round down. That's just okay. normal mathematical okay. rules. Good. My math teacher would be happy. Yeah. You're welcome, yeah. Mr. Croc. There we go. So that's, so far, it's second <laughs> out of the three films. Well, actually, no, no, it's still be third, uh, third, because first and second is tied, then you jump second to go to third, don't you? That's Ooh, the way it works yeah. in, like, the Olympics. I suppose. And what is this? But not the Olympics of films. Also, Crawford, you know you said that you would rewatch Seven Years in Tibet over 
this. Yeah. You gave seven years into bed. I gave it three, didn't I? Oh. <laughs> so oh, oh don't oh. you look silly. <laughs> I do indeed. Do you want to drop this score down? Yeah, I think I nope, do. No, no backseat. No, 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 I no, I don't. That was my that my poor memory played an effect there. And all viewers, I feel like my integrity in this show has been lost at episode three. Because we've got we so much a little bit of respect for you. I think Mate, we can uh, There's 11 people out there who think lesser of me now. I'm sure Grandma is very disappointed. <laughs> I know. So, 57. Yeah, 57. Man, I thought that was going to be a good film. I thought that was going to be a much better film than, than it was. Like for That you could guys. be my fault, though. No, no. Well, I mean, I rated it the highest out of all of us. Yeah. But anyway, that, that, that's... But, no, but if anything, if anything, that, that just shows that we're all coming from different filmological perspectives, yeah. right? Logical and when we all rate a film really highly, it must be very good. Because currently, yeah. it's almost as if we're balancing each other out to come to some sort of mid-ground. Yeah, I'm liking the fact that we yeah. haven't had any runaways. Mm. Very easy to say when it's episode three. This is where next time it's like 94. Yeah, yeah. Right, so what's next on the agenda? Uh, we find oh, the next film. Oh, isn't it the beer? Well, should we find oh, what the beer. next film is? Though? Oh, yeah, should we do the whole film? No, we're talking about the films. You may as well continue. True, yeah. Uh, look, random film generator. One random film. Random genre, random rate, and a random year. The Expendables! Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, man. So, you know, we literally just said about a stellar action cast. What? Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Man. Although, funny enough, on IMDb, this is rated lower than Polo, what we just watched. Yeah, it is. I will not it be is. rating it lower than Polo. <laughs> man, that's crazy. Well, this is going to be a fun week, isn't it? Yeah, when are we watching I'm that? I'm very movie? excited for this one. Okay, moving on to the beer, then. Yes, the beer. beer. Yeah, so the beer this week is Desperados. 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 Yes. So, I like Desperados. Um, I, I do as well, actually. I enjoyed it more. Very... I don't like tequila. I'm not a tequila person. But no, then, yeah, that's this doesn't like. taste actually very much a tequila, does it, really? No, it doesn't. That's yeah. what I like about it. I like how it's a beer, but it's not a beer. It's stronger than a beer. Well, it's going to be a something else. 5.9%. Quite like it, it. It, it does not feel that alcoholic, does it, at all? No, it feels very yeah. light. That's pretty strong. That is really strong. It tastes like, like, like the feel of it is very much like a, like a, just like a beer. But then it's got that, it's got the tequila, which gives it the kind of, almost like a sweeter taste. Hmm. It does. Definitely. The um, the aftertaste is a little bit stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, I wouldn't say stronger, but like, there's a there's a taste there which isn't normally there with regular beers. It sort of tingles yeah. on the top of the top of the tongue. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely. I I definitely prefer it to Doom Bar 
hundred percent. I don't because it doesn't taste like an ale. What actually is the base beer of this? It's like, not the, an ale. What's the base? Heineken. Heineken UK, but that doesn't mean anything. It could be any beer. What? Well, it's owned by Heineken, apparently. Why does it say that? It's distributed by Heineken UK Limited on the back of the top. Oh my goodness. Is, he- is that a place brewed in Amsterdam, Heineken? Yeah, Amsterdam is a place, Harry. It's in... Um, it's in uh... Yeah, but is Heineken a place? Is that like a street name? No, it would be no. the factory. Like <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> well, I did not realize that they own Desperados. Desperados. There's different flavors of Desperados as well. So these are the flavors of Desperados. So it's on, I'm on their website, by the way. I'm on their website. 20 years ago, we embraced our inner dove. Oh, I did that wrong. They're in a dove. I know, they're in a daring and rewrote the rules. We dared to brew beer with tequila to create a beer. Born refreshing and wild. I love adding in punctuation where it's not needed. Yeah. So, flavor number one. Guess. Tequila. Yeah, original, yeah. Oh, okay. Flavor number two, guess. Rum. Lime, yes. Wait, what? Wait, no, lime is different to rum. That. You got it first time, though. I'm oh. impressed. Not in Harry's mind. Wait, wait, what? Flavor number three, guess. Strawberry. Close. Raspberry. Unlucky, what, was, what did you say, Crawford? Raspberry. Ginger, yeah. Well, done, <laughs> Yeah. How was I A close with strawberry and B, how is raspberry ginger? <laughs> Raspberries are closer to ginger than strawberries are, Tom. Actually, I would say strawberries closer to ginger. Well, I'm in charge. I'm the one reading these things. And it says there, ginger and then in brackets, sometimes called raspberry. <laughs> Depends on the country you're in. Oh my god. Of course, not na- na- flavor number four. Mojito. Well, I mean, actually, the way you said that, really close. It's Nocturno. (laughs) Wow, there's a flavor. Get this, there's a flavor called red. Is there? That's like, (laughs) like you go to a child, what's your favorite, like, drink? Like, what's your favorite juice? Red. I like red juice. Yeah, red juice. I like the red one. Oh, Crawford, name another flavor, one you've already said. Uh, Ginger. Uh, raspberry. Strawberry. Nope. Rum. Nope. nope. Mojito. Yeah, that's an actual flavor of them. Oh, nice. Look at me. Oh, totally. How, is, how is that a flavor? Look at, it's look a at me fly. So Crawford technically has a point, Tom. You're okay. losing. Take that, Thomas. Uh, Okay, there's one more. There's one more. So, Tom, you can go first. Think of Spanish drinks. Spanish drinks. Ooh. Um, is, I'm, I'm not sure what it says about my mind, but I went tomato juice. Because be when I think rare. of Spain, I think of tomatoes because they have nice tomatoes. And I was like, tomato juice? No, it's not that. Is it? Unfortunately, it's not tomato juice, Crawford. No. Can you imagine tomato um, juice desperados? That would be. Tom, stop googling Spanish alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why would I Google Spanish alcohol? I'm literally Googling the Desperado flavor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, seeing as you're cheating, it's sangria. I didn't. Uh, I didn't ask Spanish. Yeah. Please tell me that's Spanish. I did find a whiskey flavored one, though. Ooh. Let's have a look. Sangria. It, well, it's a beverage. I can tell you that for nothing. Spain and Portugal. Under EU regulations, only those two Iberian nations can label their product as sangria. Whoa. Wow. Very nice. That's cool. Maybe we should talk to Desperados and get a sample of every single one sent to us for free. You're right. And we have a viewership of 11 people. Think of yeah. all the free advertising you're getting. What's that? In, 22p. In way, if if, 11, if we, they sent three out and they got 11 sales, yeah. technically that's still eight sales but we're also assuming that they're gonna buy it though aren't they like yeah, it's they very would, possible they'll take our word for it hey grandma if you're listening we've actually yeah. got a product thing make sure you buy two cases of it so that when we come round, we can have it you yeah. know because we might love it yeah. and think of all the advert think of all the revenue not the advert but think of all the revenue that we can get from yes yeah, so, so actually it's our best interest for you to buy a lot of beer for us actually it's also Better interest for Desperado to sponsor us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well worded. Yeah, it is well worded. It is. So should we rate the beer actually? Because we yeah, go on then. Go on then. Let's rate. These, these should be forty minutes long, and then we're like an hour and a half later. We're like, <laughs> man, we've got to cut a lot of this out. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Because I mean, in fairness, a lot the thing of this... is. When I was listening to it, I thought you can't really cut this out because it adds context to the next bit. You can't cut that bit, that that bit out because yeah. that's it's when they give the it. score. So it's just like, well, we've got to keep it all now. Yeah. And it's funny listening to the podcast at the start. We're all quite sane, and towards the end, we sort of slur our words a bit more. Yeah. Well, that's at the least, point. <laughs> at least I do because I normally have two, um, two pints or so in quite quick succession. Because I'm, I'm a guzzler rather than a sipper. Wow. Yeah. Are you sure you want to say that on my on our podcast? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably cut that, that whole spiel out as well. Did you hear that, guys? <laughs> Buffett the ass man is a guzzler. <laughs> the guzzler. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to cut so much of this out. We don't need censorship, <laughs> do we? <laughs> no. It's more, about, it's, it's more about me not looking like a total fool. So, I'm going to rate it a sweet set. Seven. Yep, because I mm. prefer it more than most beers. I would give it... Why don't you give it like an eight then? Like an eight then? Because... Well, because I like gonna, ciders more. Well, but are we going to have ciders? Ciders? Are we going to have ciders in this podcast? No, we're just bringing beers. You can't oh, is it just beers or is it alcoholic beer. beverages? Well, then I'll give it an eight. Fine. Maybe when we run out of beers. We'll probably, well, I think we'll probably end up doing, depending how long we do this, you might sort of do well, out of beers, quite a lot of stuff. It's eight then. If That's good. I think eight's good. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to go with seven because seven? Nice. I think it has its place. It has to be the right setting. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I couldn't have I... this in front of me- yeah, Tom, what do you think of Desperados having drunk it now? Yes, with the taste lingering on my tongue. <laughs> I would rate it a six. 
it's not my favorite if i'm honest i don't really like well i'd say i say that i do like it because i gave it a six but you know what did i give doom bar last na- last time eight. An eight you gave doom bar an eight yeah um, yeah, I, like... I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I that think it's pretty fair. I'm a fair so is that average that averages out to a seven then? Yeah, it does, yeah. So straight straight seven, which is higher than Doombar, which is what? was a six. Oh great. No, you, cool. you give that a four though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's harsh. So what uh what beer should we review next week? Tom, why don't you choose so that and... you can Get it. Not get it. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we fancying, guys? Come on, give me some give me some options here. What do you mean give um, me some options? Oh, oh, this is one that I think you'll have because and you're in closer proximity to England than I am. But is it old speckled hen? Yep. I know we have that in the we get that. Yeah, yeah. We get that. I mean that. when you came down, your dad actually bought some of that. Did he? Mm-hmm. All right. So is it still there? Not drunk, speckled. untouched. No, it's definitely been drunk, but okay, we can good. definitely get more. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Old speckled hen. When I'm down in England, we'll have more options yeah. because Sainsbury's is obviously a, a shop that many people are aware of. Um, other shops are available. Um, there's one nearby, so I can go there. Yeah. Awesome. Uh. So right. So so just to summarize now, if you want to join in for us next week, then you need to watch the Expendables uh, uh, whilst drinking an old speckled hen. The the alcohol. Oh, you can and... save the old speckled hen for when you live. Yes. Bless <laughs> you, Tom. But yes, save the old speckled hen for while you listen. Oh, have two. Oh, have one two? for the oh, one for the film, two. one for us. To be honest, we're just... We are absolutely in... endorsing drinking. Well, they could also... Unless you're under the age of 18, parental guidance. They're, they're... People can make their own. We're not like a life guide. And if we if, are, yeah, then yeah. that is terrifying. You are unlucky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, we, uh, so, thank you. the ending salvo. Oh, yeah. So thank you all so much for listening again. This has been... We did not introduce ourselves at the start of this episode. Well, that's... Well, you introduced yourself, but you didn't kick it over to us. Okay, so. fair enough. Well, <laughs> thank you everyone so much for watching. This has been uh, Some Like It Chilled with me, Haramundo. Me, Crawford. Me, Tom. Yep, they, they've been here the whole time as well. So, uh, I just forgot to introduce them here. But if I introduce, I've introduced them now at the end, so you can... So we've... Un- we've you'll all have to listen again. No, no, we've introduced ourselves. You've outed yourself, yes. See you next week! <laughs>